Cassands grew up in Europe and started his digital marketing company, Pearl Lemon Leads. Coming up next, I'm a veteran on the move. Welcome to Veteran on the Move. If you're a veteran in transition, an entrepreneur wannabe, or someone still stuck in that J-O-B trying to escape, this podcast is dedicated to your success. And now, your host, Joe Crane. As a veteran entrepreneur, you need a domain name that is easy to remember and accurately reflects your brand or business. Let .us serve you and choose a .us domain to stand out and get the domain name you really want. Reserve your .us domain name and website builder today for just $1 at launchwith.us. All right, Kas Ans from Pearl Lemon Leads. Welcome, Kas. Uh, before we get to talking about business and entrepreneurship and hearing your story, you take us back a little bit and give us uh, something on your background. Absolutely. So um, I actually originally grew up in, uh, in Lithuania, which is right next to Russia. And I guess I want to start off by saying I, uh, I, well, I've never met my real dad, right? So, and when I was younger, my mom uh, was kind of out of the country trying to build a life for herself. So my other family, especially my uncle, kind of raised me when I was a little kid. And my uncle spent a lot of time in the military. Um, he, he actually spent quite a few years there and he went on a few missions to, I believe it was Iran or Iraq. Mm-hmm. um he even got me some cool souvenirs but uh yeah dude he it meant kind of the world to me because when i had nobody around at that sort of time he was the guy that raised me and he would often kind of just take me to to the military base give me a good slap make me do some laps some push-ups <laughs> um <laughs> and yeah he, i guess he he gave me a very good upbringing it was really cool i mean there was even some points i remember where they were doing like practices of uh of airdrops like missile drops right Mm -hmm. and they drove like two hours out towards like the border of russia and uh they they uh they placed this really cool luminescent kind of patch on the floor and we hid in the bushes and uh they used the really high-tech equipment which can get coordinates and they aimed it at a water tower and then directly after kind of called up the french air force which is on the complete opposite side of Europe right yeah. and these guys flew in within 20 minutes on on jets and uh, I, got, I got to watch all the different pieces of how he was practicing and um, preparing for missions or whatnot it was it was it was monumental for me because when I never had that father figure my uncle kind of stepped in and looked after me dude I mean every, every different I guess journey that I shared with him was it was amazing to to helped me throughout life even to this day i mean there was even a mantra that he kind of uh taught me um in terms of just pushing through pain right yeah i mean i could tell you countless stories about how my biceps felt like they were going to come out of my arms because of the amount of push-ups he made me do <laughs> but with all of that in mind every day i kind of just woke up i thought okay i'll beat myself up and i'll go through it. and it'll, it'll work out in the end i will come out stronger and he kept drilling that into me, which kind of followed me through life. The, the ability to kind of just, you know, take pain and come out with the other end stronger because it instills a particular passion, a particular fire in you um, when you can kind of go through those difficult things. Um, I mean, how, how was actually 
in your initial days of the army, Joe, how how was it? How was uh, the initial training and whatnot? Oh yeah, pain is pain is weakness leaving the body, and that which does not kill you only serves to make you stronger. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, 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 moving. So, what kind of business did you, did you get into? You know, once you became an adult, and how has that brought you to where you're at now? Absolutely. So. In terms of, um, I guess, how it brought me, so I did end up moving to the UK when I was about five, and I went for the you know typical education system. But as probably some of your listeners can resonate, it just never was right for me, right? Like no, no subject, no subject matter, no interest was really ever sparked with with um, the a lot of the I guess the rigid education system mm-hmm. where it doesn't really allow for for freedom or creativity. And I mean, for me personally, I used to adore art, right? But, and it was, it was something I did at home all the time. But then when I went to school, <laughs> um, it made me hate art very quickly because the way they teach it to you is just, it's, it's, it doesn't instill passion. And so I would often look for other, other ways um, of, I guess, coming out of the dumps and trying to build my life up. And so what that eventually led me to do is, well, I guess I'll take a step back and I'll just talk about how I managed at one point to kind of hit rock bottom, which is where I had no money, no skills, no qualifications, mm-hmm. no home. I had nothing. And to be able to, I guess, go from that to where I'm now was massive, which all rooted back down to pain. Um, I remember I, I kept trying to actually join college over and over Year by year, I actually dropped out four times, funny enough, um, because I wanted to make my parents happy. Um, I wanted to make my family happy, but it never really, as much as I kept doing it, it never instilled any kind of passion in me. It never made me think, oh, wow, I actually want to continue down this path. It, it really kind of, it pushed me away from parts of reality in mm-hmm. the sense that I never really had any friends either. So when all that came together, it made me, to be honest, with you, just very depressed. Mm. I felt like there was not much to life because going through such an isolated period, it's, it's, it's difficult, right? And when I remember I hit the lowest points in my life, um, I remember at one point I, on the third time that I dropped out, so this is about three, four years into depression, I, I had this one night where I had a, a lucid nightmare and sleep paralysis. And that really fucked me up. Like I watched my own family die in front of me. Mm. And because it was a lucid nightmare, I believed it was true. And after waking up, I thought, fuck, I never want to sleep again. I never want to see that again. Like, dude, I was, it was 3am and I was, I'll be yeah. honest, I'm a man, but I was fucking crying. Yeah. Sobbing my eyes out in a corridor at 3am thinking I never want to fucking sleep again. <laughs> and it was at that point that I kind of, I just realized that, unless I kind of go all in, like my uncle taught me back in the days, unless I kind of went all in and persevered through the pain, mm-hmm. there was no point for me to take my next breath. I just didn't feel like it was. And that's where I almost dipped into, into suicidal, I guess, pieces, which is really fucked up. But mm. it was, it was those different components and that particular turning point that made me realize, okay, so as Earl Nightingale said at one point you don't have to you don't want to look at what you can't do but instead focus on what you can do 
right? Yeah. And even when everybody has a tough point, even I, I can especially resonate with somebody from the military. That is insanely tough, right? Yeah. But when you can kind of make that transition between what you can do, that's where the, the ball game changes. That's where the tables turn. Um, for me personally, it really started with just listening to an absolute shit ton of uh, podcasts. So free podcasts, right? Even yeah. like this one, um, listening to other entrepreneurs kind of build their story and just different strategies that they took that helped them go from point A to point B to then build an amazing journey and family around them. And it started with podcasts. Then I kind of started diving into courses and there's so many really good courses out there these days, but you have to pay like a hundred bucks, a thousand bucks, 2000 bucks. And they are quite valuable. A lot of them, but as somebody who is, you know, in my case, starting or bottom, or maybe even somebody who's transitioning from the army and you're not quite sure on where to start. Mm-hmm. One resource that really helped me was this website called Getswodot, which I'll, I'll send to you after as well, Joe, so you can link okay. it to your, to your audience. But, with that particular website, you only pay about hundred bucks and they give you access to all these really good courses um, that normally you have to pay hundreds for. I mean, do you actually, by any chance, do you know um, Grant Cardone? Uh, yeah, I know who Grant is. I don't know him personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's got quite a few really good courses out and yeah. you can access all of those as well. So and what's, what's was, the name of it again? Uh, I, I have to double, it's like, G-E-T-S-O-W-O-T or something like that. It's like gets woe dot, gets woe dot, something like okay. that. Um, <laughs> we'll try to put that yeah, in the show yeah. notes, yeah. <laughs> um, but that was really massive for me, along with websites like Coursera, where you can get courses. You can do the courses for free, but mm-hmm. if you want the certificate, then you have to pay. Um, and it that was paired with the mindset of, okay, so I don't really know what my next steps are. I know what direction I need to head in. So as somebody who's trying to build something or I guess get started, I just dabbled in a bit of everything. I went into like, I tried neurobiology. I tried engineering. I tried everything under the sun just to, I guess, see what sparked that mm-hmm. passion that's personal to everyone. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, even you, you'd have your own things that are very passionate, that you're very passionate personally. Um, yeah. It's probably one of the reasons why, I guess you moved into into being an airline pilot, right? Right. Airline, you're flying encompasses lots of cool different things that I'd always been interested in. So it kind of brings a lot of different things together. Exactly, dude. Exactly. And yeah, and it kind of just transitioned from there where I then, um, I, I, I did a shit ton of courses, to be honest. And um, because I hadn't, I didn't have any friends at that point, um, because I was always so isolated because of the depression and everything. I was always in my room locked away. Um, I started using this website called meetup.com. You could do this with Facebook groups as well. But I just tried to find, I guess, like-minded people that were in the same shoes as me to just build relationships, build friendships, right? And that's where I met my now business partner, Deepak Shukla, who's an absolute legendary guy here. Uh, he's, he's an Ironman. He's been on TEDx. He's, oh, yeah. dude, the list goes on. He's finished like 33 marathons. <laughs> He's a fucking animal. Wow. Um, but that's where I met him. And we have our own, I guess, journey that we share where over the span of about six to eight months, we just stayed in touch and, you know, spoke about um, different things that I was trying to do, different things that he was trying to do and where the 
intertwines or the I guess the overlaps were and that kind of literally pushed us to this year in February to to have a discussion about partnering um where obviously he's a lot older than me he's 33 and I'm only 21 um point enough actually he applied for the SAS which is the English Special Forces Mm -hmm. um but he had the rejected application um which then kind of bade him go back to to his mom's house to look at different ways to like me just you know start again um and that's what kind of then came together so me and him had that discussion in february this year and then we just started an agency and we took the different i guess you know mindsets that we learned from both uh, my uncle and in his case even like being rejected to SES is quite tough right because you go through hell week and mm. it's it's insane um and just bouncing back, right? Life will always beat you down to your knees, but it's about how high you get back up. I think actually, uh, I might be wrong, but I think Rocky said that in one of the Rocky movies. Um, it sounds, it sounds correct. Perfect. Yeah. And yeah, that, that all kind of, um, it, it, it came together. Um, and it was, it was really, I guess, vital in, in terms of, it was really vital to focus on mindset more than anything mm-hmm. when that whole period was happening in the sense that it's very easy to just me to just say, you know, Hey, go do this, that and that. But if you don't have the right mindset, you can't even be fucked to get up and get a cup of water from downstairs <laughs> or no, let's be honest, right. You can't be able to tidy your room. Cooking seems like a chore. Um, and so you have to really install the mindset first before anything. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in my case, somebody that really helped me, which is actually quite a big figure at the moment, is uh, Gary V. So Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah. Have you, I guess, heard about him? Or have you oh, yeah. I've definitely him? heard of Gary. Yeah, I know Gary V. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's pretty popular, and yeah. He's, he's a really good character. I mean, <laughs> he's got his haters, as everyone does. Yeah. Um, but one particular, like, three-minute piece that he did, that I watched to this day. It's like two years on, right? I watch it almost every day to this day is uh, this video about regret being poison, right? Mm -hmm. And he touches on the point that if you kind of look forward to when you're going to be like 90 and you're going to be, you know, immobile and like you're going to, you won't be able to do anything. You won't even be able to make your own food. It's going to hit home when you have that level of regret, when you realize that it's so deeply kind of pierces the soul yeah. um, and when you realize that you do only have kind of this life right now um, and of course you may have another life after I don't know um, everyone's I guess entitled to their own beliefs um, but this life that you have right now today is you're only going to have this particular life once right. and when you really let that sink in and realize that you're not going to live like you're not going to live forever. You are going to die someday. It gives you a big kick up the ass to just start getting your, your kind of shit on track. Right. It's, right. it's really important to have that initial, initial mindset. Um, something that even he said that you could do to, to try that is, or I guess to get a feel for that is to go to an elderly home. Because when you speak to all these different people, you are going to get a very pure state from them of like regret that is you're going to see in such a pure form to quote him. Um, and it's going to literally pierce yourself. (laughs) 
Yeah. We weren't very deep very quickly, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Cass, uh, it's a good spot. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. My goal is to connect veteran entrepreneurs like you with the programs and resources you need to find success. And whether your passion project is a business, a blog, a podcast, finding the right domain name is crucial. In addition to SEO value, it's important that your domain name is easy to remember and reflects you. But it's hard to find one that's the right fit and still available. That's why you need to choose a .us domain. With .us, you can connect the dream you're building with the country you've served. .us domains are short, simple, and memorable. This can help with brand recall and increased traffic. Plus, .us offers an online business toolkit. The toolkit provides a simple three-step process to help you build the perfect site, as well as good practices and tips for managing traffic and branding, all while helping you stand out in a crowded digital landscape. Join the list of companies who already register on .us, like zoom.us and mastercard.us. Sign up for your .us domain today to reserve the name you want. I've arranged a special offer to help you get started. Register your .us domain name for just $1 for a full year. Plus, you'll get three months of Weebly Website Builder for free. Let .us help you build your dream. For my special offer, go to launchwith.us. That's launchwith.us. I were back talking with Cass Hans from Pro Lemon Leads. So, Cass, you've had you've had a pretty rough life. You've you've uh, been searching around trying to find yourself, trying to find that niche, that passion. And mm-hmm. what is it with what is it with digital marketing or digital direct marketing that you found so interesting? How you become so passionate about it? That's a really good question, Joe. So, I think it really boils down to relationships and really the personal relationships that you can build right it's it's almost weird it's almost like throughout my life i crave these relationships and now i kind of do it at scale on my clients behalf mm. um for example there's a really amazing client that we work with who are uh, uh, a consultancy in the sales space mm-hmm. and we get their meetings booked with massive companies like oracle vmware who have literally like 10 20 30,000 employees um and it all boils down to relationships, right? It's like, you probably know this yourself. But you probably get like 20 emails a day of people like, you know, saying, hey, Joe, I've got this amazing product. This is amazing because of these three reasons. You mm. should buy it. Yeah. And, and phone calls yeah. lately too. That's good to control. <laughs> um, exactly. And that really just, it never resonates, right? It's not personal. It doesn't really emotionally engage anybody. Um and that's where I guess I found that because I so deeply craved it for so long that now I just, I love building relationships on people's behalf and just even for, for like an ecosystem, right? So I guess one of the things that we're trying to do with our, with our agency is we've got a wider group where we have like side ventures. So it's the likes of, you know, releasing courses, doing like product and service reviews, um, like different consultancies. And we're trying to build this massive ecosystem of different types of companies from different niches that can help each other. Um, have you by any chance ever read uh, Napoleon Hill's book, uh, Think and Grow Rich? Yes, it's on my bookshelf. It's one of my favorites. Ah, perfect, perfect. Yeah. So you know the chapter about masterminds? Oh, yeah, definitely. That's that's kind of, I guess, what we're trying to achieve here, mm-hmm. where it's we're building people from different industries, different spaces, into like we're, we're trying to build masterminds almost, right? So, hmm. like me and Deepak almost have our own circle, and there's other people involved. Mm-hmm. Um, 
from all over the world where we share our learnings, but also the fact that because we're involved in different industries, we can help each other. With no expectations at all. We kind of keep helping each other um, to, to, to grow and just share our expertise, share our services, our specialities. And it's been really monumental, I guess, that particular book as well. Um, what, what other favorite books do you have, actually? Oh, man. Um, yeah, the the Think and Grow Rich and then um, the Carnegie, you know, along those lines, kind of in the same time period was uh, the Carnegie one about how to win friends and influence people. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. That That's a beautiful one. Um, I actually got that on, on the, have you, have you read the digital one? It's very similar, but it just adds, you know, sprinkles of like Facebook and new things. Um, no, no. I, no, I just got the hard copy. Ah, fair enough. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that there's a lot of really cool resources out there. Um, and I think the biggest thing that helped with where we started agency, which is I was in my mom's house, right? I was just living on coffee, no food. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was it was quite tough and it was a struggle. But the biggest, I guess, approach that helped us was systemization, right? So mm. how can we systemize every single thing that we do to the point where it's like it's a sequence it's a process um to not only save you as much time but also kind of help build the right culture within your business um so if we look at for example like hiring or or even when we're trying to find new work let's use hiring as an example because everybody can relate to hiring especially in entrepreneur space yeah. um the biggest thing that we found is that we have, so whether it's a physical job, whether it's online, what we do is for every single job, we have a, a form that we send to everyone to fill in. And it'll ask them questions that help us understand not only their personality, but their attitude and culture within themselves. So it'll have questions like, are you okay with uh, direct feedback, right? Which is obviously very common in the, in the military, especially because right. no one's going to beat around the bush and go, oh, you didn't do this well enough. They're going to be like, shut the fuck up, get down and do that, right? <laughs> it's very straight to the point. Yep. Um, but it's also very effective because it's not doing out of anger or anything like that. It's purely just so everybody can learn quicker. And so we have questions like that. Um, but obviously, we don't do it very like, very much like the military. We're not going to ever shout at anyone, of <laughs> course. Um, but when you have a form and you have these particular questions, and then there's one other question that's really good, which is we ask everybody to record just a two minute video introducing yourself. And now of let's say a hundred applicants, only 20 actually gonna fill in that video piece. And that tells you about so much about the person because I instantly delete the other 80. They, yeah. If they can't be asked to record a two minute video, they're not gonna be a great fit for your business. Yeah. So you instantly filter out to people who have got the right work ethic. And then if you take that a step further, you then look at other questions. You might ask them, you know, what's your general availability? Mm -hmm. um, and you can find out more just about their personality, like ask them what their favorite food is. Because the biggest thing about any business, I think, is the culture, right? Yeah. If you have a culture where you put everybody in a position to succeed, then you're going to simply just achieve a lot more together, right? It, it has mm -hmm. like almost a family kind of effect. And that's why it's, it's, it's really, really beautiful, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I think that that's, that tends to be a very good approach um, when you try and systemize things. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, another book that's sitting here is the Checklist Manifesto, which is all about systematizing, automating, basically having a checklist for everything you do. Um, mm. And that that was actually born out of aviation. You know, the aviation industry is the one that originated the whole checklist philosophy for everything you do in the cockpit um, just because they got tired of pilots crashing airplanes for not for missing things, you know, and, and then to take yeah, that, yeah. you know, this, and then the, the guy discovered that in the medical field, doctors and, and nurses and medical folks were making mistakes all the time because they were just going off of memory and what they had learned and they weren't using checklists even for medical procedures and stuff. And so they, the doctor actually, a doctor actually wrote the checklist manifesto based off, he went back and pulled data from aviation and how he tried ah. to implement it into the medical field. And then it goes from there. He basically, every business, you know, even if you're a solopreneur, you should have checklists set up for everything you do. Um, and it makes it much easier. One, you don't make mistakes, but it also makes it much, systematizing, automating, and having checklists associated with everything you do allows you to start turning those tasks over to other people and free you up uh, exactly. from the day-to-day. -day. Yeah, Exactly, dude. I mean, it's quite interesting, you know, because there's so many entrepreneurs out there these days that you're, you're in this mindset of like, I've obviously, assuming, like, let's say I'm one of the entrepreneurs, right? And I know that, hey, I've, I've done this uh, training. I know that with this particular task, let's say it's copywriting. I feel like I can do it the best. And it's very hard for a lot of people. I had a massive issue with this at the beginning to delegate like different tasks that you do to your team because it's like, well, I'm worried that maybe they might miss something because I've done this a hundred times and they obviously haven't done it before. Yep. Um, but it becomes really an investment, investment in somebody personally, investment in terms of trust and investment in the long term because it's a win-win. Yeah, you're building and capacity. Exactly, exactly you build the ability to to truly scale um even like one tip that might help other people out there today which is it's it's common in some industries and not others um which is so simple and it's this spend a week and just note down every single thing that you do every week or maybe every two weeks that is very process driven it's like hey you know i need to send or upload this podcast i need to edit that i need to i don't know post this on social media um, write a list of all these different things and then just go onto a platform like Upwork or even Facebook groups. I found Facebook groups are amazing hmm. at finding, honestly, at, at finding virtual systems. Because then if you have like 20 hours of work a week that you just do every week, right? That's very repetitive. Mm -hmm. If you then make a process around those, even with like a project management tool, you can literally do it with just like a, a video and then a checklist. That's normally quite sufficient. Um, and get a VA for 20 hours a week for wherever it is, let's say five, 10 bucks an hour, mm -hmm. um, to, to do that for you, you're effectively for, let's say a hundred bucks, you're freeing yourself up for 20 hours a week. Now your time is worth a lot more than, um, obviously a hundred mm -hmm. bucks for 20 hours. So it, it's a massive win-win to just look at processes and try and outsource as much as you can of anything that's repetitive. Yeah, I think uh, as a beginning entrepreneur, solopreneur, um, small business, it gets too many business owners and the entrepreneurial types, they think they just got to do everything themselves. And they fall into that mm -hmm. trap of, I just need to become an expert in everything. And 
then they get really good at it and it, they get so good at it that they don't think they could ever turn it over to anybody else. And next thing you know, they're, they're basically just, con- they're working in their business all the time and not uh, ever actually working on their business. They basically created a job for themselves as opposed to mm-hmm. running a business. Exactly, exactly. And I guess you, you have to be really careful to not be paralyzed in your own kind of um, demise, like thinking, you know, I, I can do everything. And of course you can, but at the same time, if you're going to obviously always do everything, you're going to be very limited to how many hours you have in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to look at, okay, how can I effectively, I, I, I tell myself, okay, I don't have time. Well, how can I make time? Because I don't have time is never a good excuse. Mm-hmm. To, for anything like you can always make time if you really want to you can always make time right it's like you can always find time as well i mean if you if you if you're somebody who's even right now let's say working a nine to five mm-hmm. while you're trying to kind of build yourself up personally you have so much time the time that you spend you know traveling to your workplace this time that you spend even on the toilet taking a dump dude that is like <laughs> 10 15 20 minutes depending on who you are right yeah i get a lot done when i'm on the toilet i'm very productive exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but that's exactly the point right you can always 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 find time and you can be super productive if you want to so you can you know cram in maybe a podcast cram in an audiobook if you're driving um in fact one thing that really helped me is um Obviously, you can get books, whether you read or you're a listener, it, it's very dependent. Um, I'm personally somebody who likes to listen very often, right? And so having back then when I had really no money, or even now, like I like to employ the you know frugal mindset of don't spend money where you don't need to. Mm-hmm. There's books that are, let's say, an audible for like four hours long that are like, I don't know, 15 bucks. Yeah. If you literally just go to YouTube and put the book title in there and put the word summary after, you're going to find somebody who turned five hours of listening into one hour, which removes all the fluff, saves you money, <laughs> and it's a lot more efficient, right? Yeah. Um, and it's free. It's free. So it's, there's so many things that we have access to these days, which just really, really help when it comes to personal as well as business growth. Mm. Um, and there's different ways of finding it. I mean, Here's something that I found very recently, which is if you want to get like a software tool online, right? But you want it for free. Yeah. If you just put, um, I don't know, email marketing tool free, what you're going to get is a load of tools that are there to put you on a trial and then you have to pay. So if you want to get any sort of SaaS product online for free, instead of using the word free, change that word to open source. Mm-hmm. And what that basically does is it will give you a list of options of people who have openly released the whole full software for free, hmm. where you can not only use it, but you can actually edit things to it. Right. It's, it's, it's an open package. It's free. Hmm. Um, for example, back when we started, we used to use pay, paid, um, pay tools for everything. But then we went on to, there's a, there's a few different ways actually also, um, to get tools for very good prices, but, I guess I'll break it down to two avenues. You can either get tools for free by either looking for open source or building the right relationships and giving, you know, founders of tools value in return for use of their tool. Or you can go on websites like AppSumo, AppSumo.com. Um, not affiliated with any of these, by the way, don't worry. <laughs> um, AppSumo basically lets you get lifetime deals on any software product that you want. So, 
these are normally software products tailored specific to kind of business, you know, online business or even physical space business owners. Um, but instead of getting these amazing tools and paying like 50 bucks a month per tool, you pay like 50 bucks once and you get that access to that tool for life. And I guess Absum is one. You can actually go on this website called grabltd.com and that compiles like there's 10 alternatives to AppSumo and it puts all of them into one page. You, you can kind of, you can kind of look at what each tool does. Like there's reporting tools, there's business planning tools, all these cool different pieces and you can get them for really cheap when you're kind of starting out. Or if you're like me, you're nine months in and you find a really cool tool for even podcasts. Um, in fact, this might be quite interesting for you, right? There's, there's a tool that just got released for, for podcasts. Um, we can kind of upload to all the platforms in one click and manage and all that cool stuff. Um, and yeah. And what's that one called again? Uh, the tool or the website, sorry. Uh, I guess the tool or, or either one. So the website that I just discussed was appsumo.com. A-P-P-S-U. I mean the one for, uh, for podcasting specifically. Ah, so it's podcast.co. So podcast.co, um, it's actually live on AppSumo right now for 79 bucks and it lets you launch, manage and expand your podcast in one place to quote them. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, hey, Cass, you know, we're getting closer to our time here. Um, if somebody wants to share some good golden nuggets, some good gouge on a lot of different things, if somebody wants to get in touch with you, um, check out what you're doing, how, how would they go about doing that? Absolutely. So the easiest ways are probably either just going to my website, which is pearllemonleads.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and this literally just book a call. I'm happy to chat at any point. Or you can just find me on Facebook. It's a very easy name, right? It's uh, Cass, so K-A-S, and then Anz, so A-N-D-Z. And uh, yeah, I'm based in London. You can find it at any point. Awesome. Well, hey, Cass, uh, you know, too bad we're out of time. We could go on for a long time. So I appreciate all the wisdom and uh, knowledge you've shared and uh, look forward to seeing your future success. Thank you so much for having me as well today, Joe. I really appreciate it. And uh, I love really just listening to your powers and hearing about your story. So uh, <laughs> I was really glad to, to actually be able to join you live. Awesome. I appreciate it. All right. Well, hey, Cass, we're out. Thank you for listening to Veteran on the Move, your pathfinder to freedom. If you like the show, leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are always greatly appreciated. So until next time, this veteran is Oscar Mike.